chapter fourteen of tarano the conqueror by ray cummings this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by tony oliva defying worlds so tarano eyed us evidently in no hurry to speak further seemingly amused at our confusion had he heard much of what the two women had said all of it or most of it doubtless with his instruments as he approached but even with the knowledge of elza's vehement appraisal of him he seemed now quite imperturbable his gaze touched me and wolfgar then returned to the women so it would seem tara that your plan to wait upon the lady elza was not very successful he dropped the irony adding crisply tara come here she rose to her feet obediently and stood facing him humble fearful yet a trifle defiant for a moment he frowned upon her thoughtfully then he said to elza your policy of mercy is very embarrassing lady elza he made a deprecating gesture and again his eyes were twinkling this woman threatened your life my guards were lax though i must admit they had good excuse with the other tasks which i thrust upon them your life was threatened you escaped by the merest chance of fortune you know of course what justice would bid me to do to this would be murderous elza was on her feet standing beside tara she did not answer tarano now was smiling i must let her go unpunished embarrassing this merciful policy to which you have committed me yet your will is my law as you know though i feel that some day it will involve us in disaster you tara will not be punished much as you deserve it he paused then said as an afterthought you jack Hallen, i thank you for what you tried to do in thwarting the attack you acted in a very clumsy fashion but at least you doubtless did your best gravely he turned to wolfgar i shall not forget wolfgar that in an emergency you saved the life of lady elza enough these are busy moments you chose an awkward time to raise this turmoil come with me all of you he summoned argo and two other guards unceremoniously and with more haste than i had ever seen in tarano he led us from the building a hint of his purpose came to me as he bade elza gather up her few personal belongings and gave them to a guard to carry in a group he herded us across the spider bridge it was early evening but night had fully fallen the city was ablaze with its colored lights we crossed the bridge passed through a tunnel arcade and came out to a platform which was at the base of a skeleton tower its naked girders rose some seven hundred feet above us the highest structure in the city a waiting lifting car was there we entered and it shot us upward at the top the narrowed structure was enclosed into a single room some thirty feet square a many-windowed room with a small metal balcony surrounding it outside immediately above the room 
at the very peak of the tower was a single powerful light beam its silver searching ray swept the cloudless starry sky in a slow circle the room was crowded with instruments unlighted save by the reflected glow of its many image mirrors all of which seemed in full operation a dozen intent men sat at the tables a silent room but for the hum and click of the instruments tarrano said softly we have been very busy while you below were engaged with your petty hates he seated himself at a table apart upon which was a single mirror and he gathered us around him the mirror was dark he called rex let me see mars you have them by relay the hill city the mirror flashed on from an aperture overhead a tiny beam of the blue helio transformer came down to it in the mirror i saw an image of the familiar hill city a terrace slope dotted with the cubical buildings spires and tunnel mouths an empty channel footnote fifteen curved down across the landscape from the north footnote fifteen canal as it now is thought to be a distant scene empty and lifeless save for black puffs which rose in the air above the city tarrano called impatiently closer racks the image dissolved blurred turned red violet then white we seemed now upon a height close above the city it was seething with confusion fighting going on in the streets animals and men fighting a crowd of the little people thronging a public square with beasts of war charging them the hairless men i had heard of them with their animals trained to fight while they the humans lurked behind a mysterious almost gruesome race to us who live on earth these hairless dwellers of the underground mars dead white of skin sleek and hairless heavily muscled from the work of their world and almost blind from living in the dark they were swarming now into the hill city of the ruling little people the beasts at their commands were running wild through the streets dripping jaws tearing at the women the children i felt elza turn away shuddering tarrano chuckled the revolt it came of course as i planned this little people government it was annoying coley master send the message coley fling it audibly over mars tell the rulers of the little people that if they send up the green bomb of surrender tarrano will spare them further bloodshed tell them that i am not giving the brenda secret to earth in a moment i shall defy the earth council promise them that the brenda secret is going to mars assure them they will have everlasting life for everyone vol master give me the cave station the mirror went dark then it turned a dazzling yellow a cavern in the interior of mars a dark scene of wavering yellow torches around a table of instruments sat a score of hairless men tarrano snatched up a mouthpiece murmured slowly into it i could see the leader of the hairless men nod after a time 
as the message reached him and i saw him turn away to issue swift orders as tarrano had commanded tarrano said brusquely enough wall the mirror went dark a voice called master the green bomb has gone up from the hill city do you wish to see no give me venus olgan are they quiet on venus yes master congratulate them that we have conquered the little people tell them mars is ours now tell them i am coming to venus at once with the brenda model master you wish to see venus i have direct communication another voice interrupted the earth council master they demand an explanation of why you say the brenda model is going to mars you have promised it to earth they demand tarrano rasped tell them to wait i don't want venus olgan magar give me the earth mountain station he turned to me and his voice dropped again to that characteristic sardonic drawl we must see how your friend georg brenda is faring the mirror showed georg standing irresolute on the platform before the sending discs tarrano called the princess maida can't you locate her the scene blurred momentarily then showed us the outside of the station a white expanse of snow with purple starlit sky above from a side door of the building as we watched the figures of two women appeared a woman leading maida as they came out with maida all unsuspecting from the shadows a group of men pounced upon them dragged maida away tarrano laughed enough show me georg brenda again hurry we saw georg waver and leap through the window fall into the snow where from the shadows of the building other men rushed out upon him hurried him away after the captive maida tarrano's laugh was grim and triumphant ha we win there also enough nunz nunz now you can give me the earth council where is it sitting washington or great london washington master very well no never mind connecting me you speak for me tell them i've changed my mind the brenda model is not coming to washington tell them georg brenda is lost to them also tell them i declare war tarrano the conqueror declares war on the earth tell them that with my compliments tell them to come down here and overwhelm me it ought to be very easy End of chapter 14